This podcast has been brought to you by Fairy Tales Dog Rescue, a nonprofit helping dogs. Well, international now. We had one Mexico dog. Um, I am Tiffany. And I'm Louise. Follow us down the rescue road. F A I R Y T A I L S. Welcome to Fairytales Podcast. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, Louise. It's summertime, baby. Summertime when the weather is hot. We're, we're podcasting from a vacation. We are usually hosting this podcast in San Francisco, California. But right now, we are in Oregon. Yep. And it's nice. And we're relaxed. And we're like so relaxed. And we, we, we thought we'd be doing like a podcast every day. But we've been real. Wow. There's some no- background noise. Just to paint a picture, there's really no traffic to be seen. We can only mildly hear it through the forest. Yeah, which is just a highway, and it's yeah. all forest, and we've been walking on rivers. But yeah, we're sitting out on our porch. We're airbnb a house, a cabin, and we brought all our five dogs, Tiffany's three dogs, my two dogs, and yeah, we're just living it up. And we need. I need to tell this story because we drove from San Francisco with all the five dogs in my smallish SUV, and it, it fit us all. However, Journey heard how many pounds is Journey? Officially, it's fifty. Her fifty-pound dog, <laughs> and how much? How much does Puck weigh? Uh, who knows? About I'd say twenty. Yeah, I was gonna guess twenty. They all had to sit in the front seat with Louise. So she literally sat in the floor bed of the front seat while they sat in the seat. That was insane. Um, I do have a picture to prove it. <laughs> and my three small dogs sat, had the whole back seat. Now shut up and drive. Yeah, it's been a fun ride. For sure. It took us like 12 hours to drive here. We started at 6 a.m. in San Francisco and we got here at 6 p.m. Yeah, and that's because we with stops, including yeah. stops. Yeah. We, we stopped like every like two yeah. and a half hours or so. Yeah. One of our dogs is really stressed by going fast and long in the car, so we had to make a lot of stops. But you yeah. know what? It, even though it made it longer, it made it more fun because now we had all these stops and memories and like we laughed at something at every stop. So it uh, made it a little easier mentally to get through as well. Like, That's a good it, point. You know, having a dog like on, with you on your road trip kind of helps you break up the trip a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, there's it, they, they were fine with it. Like, they didn't complain hardly at all. You know, I mean, they were p- happy to sp- be where we are. So, like, dogs are generally, you know, pretty good in cards, at least our pack was. I mean, people were always surprised. I mean, when they'd see us, they're like, wow, you, oh, you got five in there? <laughs> yeah, they're like, whoa. What in every size? <laughs> You're a big family. <laughs> yes. We often get mistaken as a family. Yeah, we're always mistaken as a lesbian couple with yep. our five fur children. Yep. And you know what? We're just going to let them think it. Yeah. And we actually decided, we just laugh at it and we actually decided to actually, we like it now because kind of it means they're going to leave you alone. You don't have to worry about like 
some creepy guy. I mean, yeah. there's always some creepy guy, but you know. I like, think so too. Like when people think you're a lesbian, you tend to get a little bit more respect from men. I think I, that's my, just my personal experience of it. Like they're just going to leave you alone. Yeah. I think it's a good, I think it's a, you know, I mean, all women should, but you know, if, if we, that's how we have to roll to get respect and pretend just so you can leave us alone, then Louise and I are down for it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Fake wife for life. Um, so right now the, all of the dogs are relaxing on the deck, um, in their dog bed and, or on a yoga mat. Uh, where's Puck? Yeah, I was going to oh, say, Puck's, where's Puck though? I thought I was thinking. Oh, he's on, he's by the puzzle in the kitchen. Okay. Puck's inside. I was thinking, I thought the white dog bed was Puck for a second. I know. I've been looking over it. We have this fussy dog bed. And it's white, and it's the same size of Puck. And I've just been looking over. I'm like, oh, there he is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly. And Shirley's always like a shadow. You never see her. He's yeah, just black Shirley's like a dark. Um, yeah. But yeah, it is. And then cute... we have uh, Ginger Benny and Beige Frederick and Brown Brindle Journey. So one of every color and every size. Yeah, so it is quite a very cute looking pack, if I would we, say. Yeah, we're a good looking group. And, you know, we are on vacation and we were, you know, obviously discussing and planning this trip ahead. And we were discussing, should we bring our dogs or not? And obviously we decided, yes. <laughs> yes, let's go on a trip with the dogs. <laughs> because, you know, vacation with the dogs, it's not just for you. It's actually for the dogs as well. Turns out dogs need vacation just as humans do. Mm, well, it's been obvious just with first-hand experience, but I'm sure, knowing you, Louise, you have some interesting factual uh, article about proving this point. I sure do. I came prepared. Um, but you know how I feel like people who don't have dogs and see you tugging along your dogs on vacation, they might just feel like, oh, that's just for you. You're doing that for you. Like, it's stressful for your dog to, like, change environments, to be traveling, or to, you know do all these things and they might say like your dog would be better off in a kennel and that's just so old-fashioned way of thinking yeah not it, true. it's like i don't know anyone who feels this way but i know there are people in the south in america mm. who feel this way a lot there are people of older generations who you know uh, think that it's okay to put a dog in a basement you know or uh, yeah. in the garage you know to just kind of like put them away and not have them being socialized within the environment you're living in. And I understand you can have dogs with behavioral issues and you have to gradually expose them and you have to do the training and you can't just, you know, drop a dog in any situation. Yes. Uh, but uh, to get back to the point, turns out that vacations actually are good for dogs too. It is not just for you to be happy to have your dog with you. It's actually beneficial for your dog to go on vacation. They need a break. When dogs are at home, they can be bored. They can be stressed. I mean, boredom itself can be stressful, but it can either be bored and have a monotonous life, like you have to work, unfortunately, you know, like six to eight to ten hours a day, they're just home and not being stimulated. Mm. That causes stress. But of course, it can also be the hectic stress of your working day life that they're also in, you know, they have to run here and there, and it's just stressful. 
So they really need a break. And there is research to back this up. So the Atlanta Lab Rescue, it's an institution that does research on this. And so this is the headline. Dog behaviorist says dog needs vacations just as much as people. Mm, okay. Well, you know, I... I I knew that we knew this because we just see it firsthand, experience how excited the dogs are and happy are. They're relaxed. They sleep well. They're, they they just show their joy of being on vacation like more than anybody. Uh, it's like children. Exactly. This dog behaviorist uh, is a British guy called Graham Hall. And Hall says that just as humans get stressed, dogs get stressed the very same way because they have the same life as you and they're mm. around you with your stress. Mm, yeah. They get equally stressed. Um, so they also need vacations to get back on track. According to Hall's research, vacations help dogs alleviate stress and time away can even improve long-term behavior. Listen to that. Mm. It's a long-term beneficial yeah. thing too. That So... According to Hall, they don't mind spending time indoors and being a pet, but they still need a little bit to indulge mm. in that primal behavior, mm. you know? Mm. And, I mean, it's not news. I mean, dogs yeah. need to be like wolves. They need to get out there. So even if they're not... Hall says, you know, like they don't be, need to be out there howling at the moon or just like going wild outdoors without control. But just the fact that you go out there and you're active and you're in nature... It really does so much for their long-term mental sanity. Mm. Uh, yeah, that I mean, just like humans, I mean, that's so true. And uh, especially when you watch a dog be in, on a hike and how much they, you know, they sniff around, they 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 catch scents in the air, they catch so as sounds out there that are different, and they stop, and they're just like their all of their senses are heightened, and um, they love it. Even you know my four pound chihuahua who is a tiny little purse dog is out there and he loves it he did you know he he wants me to hold him when I sometimes when I walk on the seats of San Francisco but here when we go to hike he is fine with hiking just as long as the 50 pound dogger dogger 50 yeah. pounder isn't that interesting and I as a dog walker know that a four pound chihuahua needs just as much exercise as a big mastiff because they're all animals mm -hmm. they're all wolf ancestors and, and they really benefit from it yeah and they, you know they may not need as much but they definitely benefit from it you know <laughs> so that's the good news like you can have a chihuahua and, be, and go on adventures you can also be someone that doesn't yeah. go on adventures but as often but would still like to take your dog on adventures. yeah exactly and so you know it's uh, obviously you know we're uh, city girls right and we're talking about going on vacation in the context of going out in nature Yes. I'm guessing maybe people who live out here, when they go on vacation, maybe they think it's really fun to go to like New York City and be in the True. hustle and bustle. Yeah. And then we're like, bring your dog on vacation. Yeah, well, and they're like, what not. the heck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, yeah, their dog is already in a, a great environment. I'm sure they get, they're, they're a lot more out of living in a, a nature environment in a, than a city. But I don't know. I mean, it depends on the dog, though, because the, the idea is still, according to Hall's research, you know, is that. Dogs like to roam and experience new flavors and scenes and 
smells and mm. sights just as humans like they really their brains benefit from it their confidence mm. grows from it mm. the more experience they have the more confident they feel in every situation and that's really what socializing your dog is all about is to gradually expose them to different types of environment uh, and so you know if you are a country person bringing your dog to the city and doing it in a gradual way can definitely be a good experience for your dog mm. um, but I mean, of course, if you want to go and do like the city life vibe, running around clubs and museums and restaurants, by all means, get a house sitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you could afford it, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, and while we're added on the topic of vacationing with dogs, and so, you know, if, yeah, if it's not a good vacation to bring your dogs on and, and what to do, I really want to bring up the topic of boarding your dog uh, in a kennel facility. Mm. Because they're so popular all over the country. Because yeah. it's such an efficient way to, number one, make money for the companies. Yeah. Number two, you know, it, yeah. to store a lot of dogs in a tight space. And um, it's just about storage. Yeah. And uh, there are some fancier ones, you know, where they also have these play areas inside outdoors. And you can book time to have a staff member come and play with your dog pet your dog mm -hmm. put your dog to sleep give them a treat you can pay for all these extra things and there's like play groups and mm -hmm. um, I'm not saying this is all bad uh, I, I think you can hear my sense of tone that I'm not for this this is not my favorite way of uh, caring for a dog when you yeah. go on your vacation it's a very easygoing happy go lucky confident safe in themselves dog that can enjoy this kind of um, stay at this facility yeah. it's really not for I'm every sure, dog yeah no i'm sure it's not, it's like it would be my like last last choice for my dogs but at the end of the day if i had no other choice and i was in a situation i would at least know that they would be safe Yes. From harm, i would hope um and that they would have to buck up until i get there but um I would, I've never had to, <laughs> I mean, I've luckily I've never had to, uh, to leave them there and I, I, my dogs would be traumatized. I know it. They yeah. just would. Yeah. Be, yeah, sad, exactly. sad to say. And, um, I, um, worked at a boarding, uh, daycare and boarding facility in my early days uh, in my dog career. And this was actually a really good one. And it's unfortunately uh, not in business in San Francisco anymore. So I can't give a shout out. Uh, but it was uh, a kennel-free, like cage-free facility. Mm -hmm. So they were all living in like a pack. Where nobody was like in, in a crate. Nobody yeah, was crated. Yeah. Nobody was by themselves. Yeah. So obviously that, that was a much better situation because most kennel uh, fa boarding facilities, your dog will be yeah. alone. Yeah. Uh, and that's the tough part. Yeah, I know. I don't, I, I could, I could, I mean. Not only are they alone, they're alone in a strange place. Yeah. It'd be like they're back there at the shelter. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you have a rescue dog, it, that dog might feel like they're back at a shelter. Yeah. They're yeah. going to associate yeah, that environment with that. Yeah. So be careful with that. I mean, luckily, there are so many apps today to find a house sitter or somebody who boards in their home. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, it seems to be a shortage, though, recently, because I had couple people who rescued from us who could not find one you know i feel like that's people who don't realize you have to book these things ahead uh maybe that's it yeah you have to book them ahead there's not like a surplus no i mean i i board in my home 
right? Because I have a dog service business and I'm fully booked for the whole summer. And I constantly, every year, have clients reaching out in May, June, even in fucking July, asking last minute boarding. And I'm like, no. If you are going on a trip where you're driving, you might even want to think about planning your trip um, that you can take your dogs because it is such a you know enjoyable experience. It's also um, it eases the worry you have thinking about your dogs or missing them, and also the cost of boarding them. You know, so it may be even beneficial for you financially and we found um airbnbs that are dog friendly of course you can sort them for that way hey the fuck (laughs) just tried to bite me you stepped on him oh i just put my foot down yeah on him well i didn't even feel him well that's why he's letting you know (laughs) can you not sit underneath my chair please thank you there you go jeez okay well anyway it can be fun with a hot trip or not. <laughs> it can also be a lot of work and uh, you have to deal with a lot of stuff. But, you know, um, I've, I find that my dogs are so much more be- well-behaved on, well, I guess they're on, like on trails with other dogs than city streets. <laughs> when I'm walking on city streets, they could be assholes. But here they're much more, I don't know, something, something is different. Because they're relaxed. They're in a different state of mind. They're in a vacation mood. And there's also so many more energies and stresses in the city that they're just bouncing off on, I feel like. I know. I think that maybe Benny will relax. He just needs a vacation. He'll get back home and he'll stop barking to try to bite all the doodles in my neighborhood. Yeah. It's what I'm saying is that when I was back home, I was so busy working and doing all the things that I, I just didn't have the time to be out with Journey and testing these new yeah. levels of him. Like, cause I, so I kept him like on yeah. firmer control and he had the muscle and I just didn't let him have the space to, to prove himself yeah. because I didn't have the t- time and the energy and the patience. And What's well, a risk too? You it is a bigger risk. risk like in the I city. have to be, you know, all my yeah. senses have to be sharp. Like I have to be on top of it. Yeah, and it's just not the right place for it. Yeah. It's a bit, much a good place for it is on vacation. Yeah. So, so now we went on vacation. It, the opportunity really presented itself. So that's also a good yeah. reason to bring your dog on vacation because you can really help them to get to the next level on their training because you get that much time together. Yeah. We're, and we have another trip planned with the dogs at a pool house, is what you call it. <laughs> a house with a pool. Yeah, I call it the pool house, but it's way fancier than that. It's down in La Quinta in Pop Springs. It's going to be hot desert weather, and we're going to be chilling by the pool and try to teach our doggies how to swim. Oh, my gosh. Because I don't think they've ever... My dogs never swam. I mean, Bear, my old bear dog who's no longer with us, he swam like an otter. Mm. I would take him to Russian River. And he'd get in there. Yeah, and he would just swim around. He would just like... Oh, it probably felt good with his thick fur. Yeah, so good. And he would just swim around to like other groups of people oh. and they would be like, what is that? Oh. What is that? And then he'll poke his head up the water. And oh like, my oh. God. Oh, well, he really liked swimming. Oh, yeah. Wow. He really did. Because he had a trouble walking. That must have felt know? good. This was the best way for him to yeah. move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had some good vacations with Bear, too. It's That's, you know, what you want to remember, too, when your mm-hmm. dog passes away, that... You had these amazing Mm. memories together. Exactly.
at that bird. Oh, oh, oh it turned around, left. That was so pretty. Mm. Birds, nature, new smells. The dogs got to see two baby bears. All right, we have bears visiting, and I called 911 on them. <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> well, they were just digging through the garbage, you know, because the, the people were restained, even though it's dog friendly and it's great and all, but it, they didn't empty the garbage from previous people they were staying here and the bears got to him so right so there was um was it the first night or the second night i think it was the second night we were sleeping and all of a sudden i wake because journey just like wakes with like a <gasps> like mm. just like a really strong thud uh and he just focuses on the window and the, then i hear that there are like clear steps somebody's like walking in the dry grass like it's not to be mistaken for wind like somebody's like like I, somebody's there, and of course my first thought was like it might be an animal. But then I listened for another second, and no, it really sounded like steps. And Journey started growling. I thought you said you thought someone said "ow." Yeah, yeah, that's what, what, when I uh, started thinking Maybe like it's someone, and I, and I yelled like "fuck off, go away." And then uh, uh, I startled whoever was out there, and it sounded <laughs> like they fell. And then somebody yelled like "ow," is two baby bears. <laughs> It sounded like a man. Yes, so we just so running down. Call nine one one. Call. I'm like, I'm like okay. I'm like, I woke you up. Of and I'm course. Like, Call nine one one, Tiffany. <laughs> How did you feel when I woke you up like that? I, I was just like, oh dear. Here, <laughs> no, I'm just not sure because I've gone down this road before. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. Yes. Okay. So it's not the first time where I have misread the situation and thought it was an emergency. I cried wolf. So I wasn't freaking out. I was calm. Um, so then we called. Anyway. So then we. So that's when we saw the the garbage has you know tumbled over. So we. Well, we. Yes, we knew it was animals at that time. So we go back to bed, and then Shirley starts barking, and then I come down. And that's when I saw the two baby bears. Yeah, they were in the garbage. I'm so jealous I didn't get to see them. After I know you didn't get to get to actually enjoy seeing the bears after all that, sadly. Uh, yeah. You should have filmed them. I should have. I don't I know. I know. Why didn't I do that? How cute were they? They were so cute. I didn't want to scare them. Okay, this is the truth. I didn't want to scare them. I wanted them to stay. And so I, I took Shirley back into the bedroom. How big were they? They were little. They were like. Like the dogs? No, no, they're bigger than, they're like bigger than Puck. I mean, they're probably like the size, they're like. Journey? No, no, half the size of Journey. Oh, they were really babies. Yeah. But then you know Mama Bear was somewhere close. I've, that's right. Mama Bear was definitely close. So that's why, that's another, I was like, oh boy. I, don't, I, I have, I have come out of a, I've told you about the bear sighting I had when I came, was at Camp Mather. In no. Oh, oh my God. Where's Camp Mather? It's like near Yosemite. Oh. And um, I had to go to the bathroom, and the bathrooms are not inside the cabin. They're just little simple cabins. And it was me, Michael, and August and Arlo. That's the Tiffany's ex-husband and her two sons. Yeah. And, uh, and so I'm like, I can't hold anymore. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I have to go out. And I don't, you know, I don't want to because you got to, like, trek out there. And I know, it's a, you know there's wildlife out there and stuff. But so I opened the door, and literally, we, there's a, each cabin has a picnic table. And so our picnic table's right there next to our cabin. And I look to the right, and there's a bear eating the can the the candle the citronella candles like and oh. i yes and i'm and just and i'm just a like, full grown bear full ass big ass grown bear and then 
she just stopped and stares at me <gasps> and I'm just like and she's just looking at me and I'm just like oh shit I just I, got, I was frozen for a little bit I'm like and I just turned around I'm like fuck I, I just ha- had to get back in the cabin I know you're not supposed to go fast but I was just like I gotta get back in the cabin fast <laughs> and I got in I'm like bear 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 and then um, I I was at a po- the pond earlier. There's this pond and one- well, wait. I want to know. Like, so you just didn't pee that night? No, no, I'm not done with the story. Oh, okay. So I there. This this is part of the story. So there's a pond that is filled with koi. So somebody dumped their koi, and now the pond is filled with koi, which is the bright, colorful fish you see in like Japanese palms. Oh, uh, ponds. well, that sounds nice. It does sound nice, but they're really evasive and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So there's a shitload of them. So I'm like, oh, I wonder. So I got, because we had a pond at home at the time. I'm like, oh, I'm going to oh, catch yeah. some. Yeah. So I caught three and had them in a bucket on the cabin patio thing. Oh, Yeah. And next thing I know is I hear the bear on the on the fucking right in front of our door on the patio, oh, digging, sloshing around, oh, <laughs> eating oh, the fish. Oh, fresh fish. Yes. So, uh, so yeah. he followed you when you went back. I don't, no, I think he just smelling around oh, the oh, campsite mm. at night. Like if you you're not oh. supposed to leave any food out or anything oh. like that. And I guess the candle wow. and the fish in the bucket brought them to my cabin. <laughs> that is so yeah. funny. I mean, it was, but, so you, but still, did you hold it all night? I Yes, I did not hold it. I waited for a while till the pee, the pee, the pee definitely was really bad, even worse at the time, as you can imagine. And we waited for a while for the dog, the dog, the bear to leave. And then I had Michael, I ran and Michael had a flashlight and kept them watch (laughs) (laughs) that is hilarious i never sold you that story no yeah i I remember in that cabin arlo was sleepwalked or something and he peed he was getting out of bed and he went straight to the garbage and peed in the garbage and went back to bed that is so weird i know you're sleepwalking and peeing seem to go hand in hand (laughs) it does well benny has has been sleep i think it's benny that's been sleepwalking and peeing too I don't think he's sleepwalking. He's pe- yeah, yeah, no, he's waking up, and he's instead of waking me up, let me know he's peeing on the, the right by the door. Yeah, to get so we out. have these uh, uh, glass doors Sliding that you slide doors, to the yeah. side, you know. So you uh, usually would go d- right through them and go outside and pee, but when it's closed, he just <laughs> pees on the door. I know, I know. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. <laughs> It's, it, I think it sends a message, though. Like, <laughs> well, I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, come on, imagine if the uh, door to the bathroom was closed. I might make a statement and just do yeah. my business on the door. But we can't leave the doors open because the bears would come in. <laughs> Benny doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, well, well, Benny and Journey were running out there trying to fight the bears. Yeah, they would definitely... B- Benny would be toast. Well, and Journey would be too because the mama yeah. bear would be coming out. Oh, ah! Tiffany, stop kicking Puck. Can you get him to not, not sit here so I can... He's not even under your oh chair Oh, my God, now. please. Can you move him so I can not be, like, bit and freak? Can you, like, move him that way? Puck, go this way. I want to move my feet. Jeez. There you go. Damn. There you go. No, Puck was so psycho. Psycho. Don't sit by my fucking feet. He's like, don't kick my fucking feet. Well, then feet. don't sit by my feet. Uh, you can sit by Louise's feet. Well, I think it's a wrap. It's a wrap. All right. Thank you for listening. We love you all. And 
check us out on our Instagram. Um, it is fairy underscore tails underscore dog underscore rescue. Bye. Bye. I'm standing at the crossroads in life and I don't know where to go. You know you got my heart, babe But my music's got my soul Let me play it one more time I'll tell the truth and make it rhyme And hope they understand me Now I lay me down to sleep Pray the Lord my soul to keep If I die before I wake Feed Jake, he's been a good dog My best friend, right through it all If I die before I wake Feed Jake Broadway's like a sewer Bums and hookers everywhere Wine old passed out on the sidewalk Doesn't anybody care Some say he's worthless, just let him be I for one would have to disagree so were their mamas Now I lay me down to sleep And pray the Lord my soul to keep If I die before I wake Feed Jake, he's been a good dog My best friend, right through it all If I die before I Now if you get an ear pierced Some will call you gay But if you drive a pickup They'll say no, you must be straight What we are and what we ain't What we can and what we can't does it really matter? Now I lay me down to sleep and pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I die before I wake, feed Jake. He's been a good dog, my best friend, right through it all. If I die before I If I die before I wake, VJ. If I die before I wake, VJ.